0: Attention, special announcement. Next week, Calling All Cars will come to you at a new time and on a different day, Friday at 7.30. Remember, next week, Calling All Cars on Friday at 7.30. Calling All Cars, a copyrighted program created
1: by Rio Grande.
0: Offenders, police calling all cards. Attention, all cards. Broadcast two hundred fifty-two regarding missing persons. Be on the lookout for Mrs. Daniel Markheim. Described as five feet five and one and a half inches, weight one hundred five pounds. Has black hair, brown eyes. This woman has been missing from her home since July seventeenth. That's all. Go, <laughs> Calendar says summer is over, and before long, several radio programs that took a layoff during the warm months will return to the air. Calling all cars, as you are aware, takes no vacation. Like the minions of the law, of whose achievements this program tells, and like Leo Grande Crack gasoline, it takes no holiday. It is always on the job. Incidentally, friends, that is only one reason why Leo Grande Crack is the gasoline of public service. The most highly recommended in all the West. The drivers of your police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other public serving equipment prefer real gun to crack for other reasons. They take their hats off to this great motor fuel because it's quicker starting. No choke acceleration, maximum power, speed, and money-saving mileage are all rolled into one place. Real police car performance. There is only one Rio Grande Cracked gasoline and you'll get the same superior motor fuel as that which powers the cars of your public service. Get a tank full of Rio Grande Cracked in the morning, friends, and begin getting the best your car can give. The authentic facts presented in this program are on file in the Record Division of Los Angeles Police Department. We have therefore asked Chief of Police, James D. Davis, to open our program, Chief Davis. Tonight's story is one of those storybook affairs that occurs in every department of law enforcement sometime or another. Because as long as men let passion rule them, there will be crimes of violence. And as long as there are crimes of violence, it will be necessary for police officers to use their wits to capture the criminal. Irrespective of the criminal's motives, his intellect, or his method, he will eventually awake to the fact that very definitely crime is not a paying proposition. Just how this fact was brought home to the man in tonight's story, we shall learn as the program progresses. I shall reserve further comment to the end of the program.
2: i you, black devil. Jack. Dan Martin. Take that candelabrum. Don't you throw
0: that. On the morning of July 17, nineteen thirty-two, a woman walked into the Bureau of Missing Persons in the Los Angeles Police Department.
2: Good morning. May I do something for you? Well, I'd like to know how to go about finding a missing person. They told me in the homicide room across the hall that I'd I'd have to come over here. Well, that depends a great deal on the circumstances surrounding the disappearance. (laughs) Perhaps I could put it this way. If I could give you all the information you need about the person, will you have to question anybody else? Well, not if there are no criminal elements involved. Oh, I'm sure there are not. You see, I'm not even sure my sister... It's my sister I'm hunting for. I'm not even sure she has disappeared. Her husband says she's just gone away for a visit. Well, doesn't he know where she is? No, he he says he doesn't. You see, he's a very timid man. Sort of, uh, Captain Milk type. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I... Yes, I do. I... I wouldn't want him to know that I made this report. It would upset him. Well, uh, how long has your sister been gone? Well, it's almost three months now. Three months? And you're just now questioning it? Oh, yes. You see, she's gone lots of times before without telling any of us where she was going. But oh, well, this is the first time she's been gone for long. Well, if you'll just give me a description of your sister, we'll get out a bulletin on it. We'll let you know if we hear anything. Oh, thank you so much. I do hope nothing's happened to her.
0: Months that followed, the Vera Dresden made inquiries concerning her sister, but always the Bureau of Missing Persons reported no trace of the missing woman. Three years pass. Vera has risen steadily from an extra player to bit part in pictures, and at last has received her first important part.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, get that music off! let get in
0: order.
2: Well, it had better be good. I'm just beginning to get this cowboy interested in dancing.
0: Oh, sure, so, Vera. I can throw a steer a
3: whole lot better than I dance. You're telling me? <laughs> ladies
0: and gentlemen, let's start over. Hi, 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 dearly beloved, we're gathered here in the presence of this radio and these witnesses to do honor to our most clever and promising young actress, Vera <laughs> <laughs> <Sarah> Dresden. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Vera. Here's to the day when we celebrate Vera's first star in part. For Agnes has been promised a star the Bar, she sure looks mighty flowing this Vera. You ain't going moody on us, are you?
2: Oh no, but I'm not going moody. I was just thinking about my sister. You ain't
0: never heard from her? Have you?
2: No, it's been three years now. Oh, was. I thought you and
0: Dolly was pretty fond
2: of each other. We were. We were twins, you know. Yeah. I saw Dan on the street this afternoon. That brought it all back. First time I've seen him for almost a year.
0: Dan, oh, you're the mouse. I don't blame Dolly for walking out on him. Oh,
2: for crying out loud! Who's that? Ah,
0: i go see.
2: No, not Arthur. Oh, it's you. Well, I was expecting you. Greetings,
4: phone. my beautiful sister-in-law. May I come into your apartment?
2: Yes, come on in. I'm just in the mood to tell you a few things. Well,
4: if it ain't Daniel, the lion, and
3: drunk as a lord. Well,
4: shut my boots. The little rabbit is drunk. Yeah, I'm drunk. So what? And I ain't no rabbit. I'm a man, see? Ooh,
2: you must be. If you were half a man, you'd have my sister with you. Or at least know where she is.
4: Maybe I do, sister. Maybe I do. Oh, forget it. Let's have a drink. Sure, I'll have
2: a drink. Sure. How long have you been drinking
1: this time?
4: What's it, Julia? I'll drink if I want to. I'm a human being, see? I got my rights. All of my life, I've been pitted and kicked around. But I'm a man, see? Sure I'll drink, because when I drink,
2: nobody kicks
4: me. They haven't got the nerve.
2: I'll bet you read a mean dime novel. Listen, I'll <laughs> knock your teeth out of your mouth. Oh, you? give him a drink. Give him a big one. Never right. took candy away from a baby. I'd respect him more than I do now.
0: Maybe on a hog time, so we'll all be saved. Oh.
2: Laugh,
4: <laughs> you step. That's all you got in your empty head is foolish
3: ideas.
4: Stop whittling your stomach very annoying me. I'll do
3: what I please. I said stop it. Well,
4: there. Do do? That's better. Much better. Now, let's have a little radio music. A little appropriate music, if we can find it. I'm going to tell you a
1: story. Oh, shut that thing up. Oh, Quiet, you. tell you all you
4: brave people a story, a ghost story. Quiet. Have you ever been in an old house that creaked when the wind blew against it?
1: When the rain on
4: the roof made a groaning noise that seemed to be a part of the damp air that made the candle flames motionless as the eyes of a ghoul? The storm had smothered every other form of lighter light except hers. And there she sat, reviling me with her eyes. I think she knew I wanted to kill her, just as she had killed my soul with her hate. And reading my thoughts, she taunted and dared me with her eyes, because she didn't know I'd been planning this night for months. She thought I was weak and spineless. Even when my hands were about her throat, she looked at me with such loathing it seemed I was being suffocated instead of her. You know I'm waiting for you now, don't you? I'll make you believe it. You can't cheat me out of the only moment I've ever been your equal. You're dying. You're dying. Stop looking at me that way. You murdered is You are my sister. So
1: call the
0: Daniel Markheim was taken into custody lodged in the Hollywood Police Station. Next morning, Detective Lieutenant White and his partner Joe Page interviewed the prisoner. Well, there he is, boys. The tamest killer I ever saw. A hangover like that bird's got would tame anybody. About the worst third degree you could give that guy is to hold a cup of black coffee just out of his reach. Hey, you. Come on. We want to talk to you. Oh, ahead. Sit up. Come on, tell us your story, and we'll give you a nice new box of aspirin. Go away. Where'd you hide your wife's body after you murdered her? Send me lie down. Oh, no, you don't. Come hey. on, open up. Tell us where you hid your wife's body, and we'll let you lie down a long time. I don't know what you Go away. Come on, come on, stop stalling. I don't suppose you remember anything about last night. Where am I? In the lion's den, Daniel. And you'll have as much chance of getting out of one as you'll have this. What have I in a jail for Oh, Ed. Oh, now, wait a minute. This is getting a little tiresome. You remember going to a party last night? No. You don't remember going to your sister-in-law's home and telling her you'd killed your wife? Me? To my wife? Are you crazy? Is it a joke? It's no joke, Sonny Boy. There were several witnesses to your confession. So just quit the act and let's save a lot of time.
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I bet you don't. Honestly, I don't.
4: I don't remember a thing about last night. I... I remember reading some books and drinking a little liquor, but that's all.
0: How about the trip to your sister-in-law's house? Well, I remember going there, but it's the last thing I do remember. Oh, well, those white flame cases, huh? All right, Markheim, here's the story you told at the party. See if it'll ring the bell inside of that thick head of yours. According to the witnesses, you came in drunk. They started kidding you about being a mossy little guy, and you started getting tough about it.
4: Seems like I do remember something like that.
0: Then you got to feeling brave. You decided you'd impress the gang. You gave them all the gory details. And whether you remember it or not, you're being held for the murder of your wife. You'll save yourself a lot of trouble if you'll just tell us what you did with it.
4: But I don't know what you're talking about.
0: We'll find out sooner or later, Dan.
4: But this is all a mistake, officer. You see, I like to read murder and horror stories. And when I drink, I, I get to thinking about them. It's it makes me feel brave. Some of the things I've read come to my mind, and, and well I talk about them. That must be what happened last night.
0: That's a good story. Keep it up. But
4: it's the truth. I don't know what I said last night. But Vera and the rest of them must have been drunk, or they would have known that I hadn't really done anything to Dolly. Why, I
0: love her more than more than anything in the world. All right, we'll find out whose mistake it is when we find the body. Come on, Joe, let's go. What do you make of it, John? It's about the funniest case I've ever seen. I'll bet that little runt never takes another drink as long as he lives. Do you believe this story? Sure, I do. That guy's suffering from an inferiority and a frustration complex. He gets drunk to make himself believe he's a big shot and a tough guy. Here, take a look at this report. Now, according to this statement from the witnesses, this guy of didn't say he killed anybody. They just put two and two together. Well, yeah, that's about all the district attorney does, but he usually gets a conviction out of it. but if anybody had ever been found to answer to that woman's description, we'd have a record of it. That dame probably walked off with the first he-man she met. She figured would beat her up regularly. Oh, that psychologist. Me, I'm just a plain cop that plays hunches. This may turn out to be a course in psychology for me, but I'm going to play my hunch to the limit. What are you going to do? Read a horror story or listen to Black Chapel? No, but that gives me an idea... Let's take a run out to the place where Daniel used to live before his wife disappeared. Won't do any good. What makes you think so? We haven't got any howling wind or black cat. Oh nuts! Come on. I don't want to buy anything. Oh wait a minute! We're not selling anything. We just want to ask you a few questions. We're police officers.
3: Police. Well, what do you want here?
0: Now, there isn't anything to be alarmed about, lady. We'd just like to know how long you've been living here.
3: Oh, I don't see what you want to know that for.
0: Now, why don't you tell us and don't argue about it?
3: Well, about three years. And that's three years too long.
0: Boy, don't you like the place?
3: No, I don't like the place. Come on inside and I'll show you why.
0: That's what we've been trying to do for five minutes.
3: We're moving out of this dump next month. I don't want to spend another rainy season here. This place gives me the creeps. The wind howls and makes funny noises. And we can't keep the dampness out. Besides, I think the place is haunted.
0: Well, you mean you believe in ghosts?
3: Oh, no, I don't. But whoever lived here before we did must have. Look here. For instance, now, 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 here's what I mean. See this button?
0: Sure. What about it?
3: Well, just watch the wall when I push this button.
0: Oh. Secret compartment, huh?
3: Yes, and they're all over the place. Here's a fake dagger we found in one of them. Here, look in this drawer.
0: <laughs> Toy guns and some old surgical instruments.
3: And a lot of cheap detectives. Huh? Uh, I mean, detective magazines.
0: Oh. Uh, did you notice anything else peculiar about the house when you moved there?
3: Oh, nothing in particular. Except that it had green lights all over the place that made it look like a morgue.
0: You say you're moving out soon?
3: Just as soon as my month's up. About two weeks from now.
0: You don't know if the house has been rented, do you?
3: <laughs> if they ever rent this barn again, it'll be a miracle.
0: Well, thanks. You needn't talk too much about our being here.
3: Oh, I'll keep quiet.
0: Yeah, thanks for showing us the place.
3: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> this is going to be good. Wait till the boys hear about your ghost killer. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh, cop. You haven't heard the last one yet. Neither uh, you, Joe. Neither of you. <laughs> Markheim was released because of lack of interest. Weeks passed with Detective Page spending weary and apparently fruitless hours studying the characteristics and mental products of Daniel Markheim. They were apparently unburied and seemed to lead nowhere. So, Dan, mind if I sit down? Well, well, if my friend Joe Pace. Sit
4: down, Joe, sit down. Uh, still interested in my criminal tendencies? No, not particularly. Well, uh, at least you understand me, even if you're not my friend. Oh, but I haven't any friends. You're most welcome, my friend. Sit down.
0: Have a drink? No, thanks. I just stopped by on my way home.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, Paige, I am not a dope. I've never taken a drink without you hopping up beside me. You're just like a detective in a fiction story. It's all right with me. I enjoy it, but,
1: but you're just
4: wasting your time. That's so? Sure. How'd you like him in your sight? Go ahead. My life is but a travesty and finally on myself. I have lived to belie my nature. All men do. All men are better than this, this disguise that grows about and stifles them.
0: You see each dragged away by life, like one whom bravos have seized and muffled in a cloaks. Hey, you're pretty good. <laughs> well, I've read that story too. It's Markheim by Stevenson. Ah.
4: Smart guy, aren't you, please? Well,
0: not particularly, but I've read a few horror tales in my time.
4: Huh? Well, here's one you
0: haven't heard. He was a
4: madman. Tortured by the thought that she constantly reviled him. But there was one supreme moment worth living eternity for. To hear her begging for her life. Whoop. Let's see you finish that one, though, just...
0: You never can tell. Maybe I will. Whoop. Hey, you're a nice guy when you're sober, Dan. Why don't you stay that way? Sure,
4: I'm nice too nice. When I was a kid, I was always so nice. I got beat up by every kid that couldn't lick anybody else. And my old man would lick me for not fighting back. But now, it's different. Look at these morons around here. They think they're my superior just because they're bigger and tougher than I am. I know difference. They haven't got my nerve.
0: When you've been drinking. What's the difference?
4: Why can't
0: that guy be still? Does he annoy you?
4: If he doesn't stop that kicking, I'll shove him down his throat. You
0: better sit still. You get a sock in the puss. So I'll get a sock in the puss. Hey, come on, wake up. Get up on your
4: feet. Uh, uh, what's eating this? Uh, Keep
0: away from me before I smack you. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Okay, buddy.
1: You work? Hey, Ken. Ken.
0: Come on, snap out of it. You hurt? Nah. Forget it. Weeks went by. Summer gave way to autumn, and autumn became winter. Other headlines grew where the story of Dan Markheim had once flourished. The machinery of the law relentlessly ground out its investigation. Murder, suicide, robbery, all that goes to make the criminal activities of a great city kept officers and paid, occupied with routine duties. And early one morning in December the two officers called at the apartment of the other Miss Dresden, you're an actress, aren't you?
2: <laughs> well, what's my opinion against so many others? <laughs>
0: <Huh>? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean professionally speaking.
2: Oh, I have hopes in that direction.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know when I've had as tough a case as this one of your sister's disappearance, nor one that I was as sure of. And I think I'm right in what I've figured out on this case, but I'm gonna need your help. In what way? Would you be willing to try a little acting experiment along with Lieutenant Dwight here?
2: Oh, surely. Anything I can.
0: Um, I understand you and your sister are twins.
2: Yes. We... We were often mistaken for each other.
0: Did she have any peculiarities? I mean, little things that might make an impression on a person?
2: I don't exactly understand you.
0: I think, Joe means, was she in the habit of doing anything that might get on a person's nerves? Oh. (laughs)
2: Well, as a matter of fact, she did. She used to crack her knuckles.
0: Crack her knuckles?
2: <laughs> She'd sit sort of looking straight ahead and crack her knuckles like this.
0: None of that would get anybody. Anything else?
2: Yes, she used to wiggle through her teeth.
0: I Did she do much reading? No,
2: she did very little. She would just sit with that faraway look in her eyes that made me wonder what she was thinking about. Uh, I thought so. What do you mean?
0: Nothing. Did she have any pets, dog, cat, canary, anything like that?
2: Now, let me see. Well, yes, I believe she did. I believe she had a cat.
0: What kind of a cat?
2: <laughs> I don't remember much about it.
0: Was it a black cat?
2: Well, yes. Yes, it was. How did you know?
0: He's been reading a book. Have you seen that cat since your sister disappeared?
2: Well, come to think of it, I don't believe I have.
0: You sure you wouldn't mind putting on the little for us?
1: Of course not.
0: Anything you Well, thanks a lot, Miss Dresden. We'll get in touch with you later.
4: It's you. Well, come on in. It's just somebody to talk to, and I've got to talk to somebody,
0: even if it is a cop. You know, that's what I like about you, Dan. Your friendly attitude found a job yet? No. Where do you get the dough for the liquor? I manage. Well, I've got something that might interest you. It's not a job, but knowing your queer mental quirks, I think at least you'd find it diverting. What do you mean by that? Well, I've spent a lot of evenings being entertained by you. I thought maybe I could amuse you a little. You're not afraid, are you? Well, I don't know. But here's your chance to show that you're a man without being stewed to the gills. You got the nerve or haven't you?
4: Sure. Why not?
0: Well, you better get some warm clothes on. It's pretty raw outside.
4: Well, can't we wait until the storm's over?
0: What's the matter? Losing your nerve already?
4: <laughs> I haven't got any to lose. All right, let's go. Well, where are we going? Oh, well, maybe
0: we'll open up a cake of nails.
1: <laughs>
0: You're gonna be right at home tonight, Dan. Is that all? Here's a car.
4: I have to hurry. Or we'll be late. Late? For
0: what? Say, uh, do you like mystery stories? Yes. Yeah. What's that got to do with it? I thought you might be able to help me solve one. Well, uh, I'm not so good at solving mysteries. Maybe you never tried. Well, I
4: tried, but I never solved anything.
0: Maybe you have, but so many people solve things the wrong way. <laughs>
4: uh, what, what are you bringing me down here for?
0: You recognize the place?
4: Why yes, but why?
0: Well, you told me you'd help me solve a mystery.
4: Well, sure. Why why not? Come on, let's get in out of this rain. I like the rain and the wind. I understand it. I don't. Come on. <laughs> Home again. Hey, what are you going around the back way for? That's the only key I've got. Come on, hurry up. The trees still whispers the same thing. Uh, The door hasn't changed a bit. Makes the same sound.
0: All right, come on.
4: Uh, The lights, they're just the same.
0: Yeah. Listen.
4: It's jolly. It's a trick. I know it's a trick. I'm sober. It's not true.
0: Keep quiet. Remember that rocking chair?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to sit in it and, and read, and she
2: sat over there, and but it's her, it's, it's Dolly! Will you stop that? you have to make those noises? Please don't any anymore, Dan. Please don't! Well, why don't you get out if you don't mind like it? You know I can't go out on a night like this. Well, then stop that infernal noise. I'm reading.
0: Storm drowned all noises. There was no sound that could be heard above the shrieking of the wind. Do you hear that? It says that right here in the book. Oh, yes, I hear it. Why do you have to read those awful stories? Because I like them, and I don't like the noises you make.
2: I'm sorry, General. I didn't mean. Oh, you it. don't
0: mean anything, do you? You're just another bully that despises me, aren't you? You're not strong enough to beat me, so you annoy me with your whistling and cracking your knuckles. You think I'll go away, don't you? You think I'm afraid to put you away,
4: don't you? You think I'm too weak? You think I'm a coward? Get out of here, you black
2: devil! Shut! Get my son. Let me cut that cat alone! Don't you so that!
0: Now, yeah, I'll tend to you.
2: Put that down.
1: Dan! Put that down! You can't bully me this time. Dan! Oh! There. There. It serves you right. It serves you right. I told you not to annoy I me. Mean. No, no, darling. I didn't mean to hit you so hard. I didn't mean
4: it. To... Dolly, speak to me. I didn't mean it. I, didn't mean it. I, I just meant to scare you. All I... right, come back here. I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you. That, that's not the way it happened. It's a cat. That black devil of a cat that made me do it.
0: All right, tell us about it.
4: Well, well, one one day we went down in the cellar. Dolly and I, I was going to cut up some old boxes. I had a hatchet in my hand. The cat followed me down the steep stairs and nearly throwing me headlong, exasperated me to madness. Uplifting an axe and forgetting in my wrath the childish dread which had hitherto... Stayed my hand. I aimed a blow at the animal, which of course would have proved instantly fatal, had it descended as I wished. But this blow was arrested by the hand of my wife, moved by the interference into a rage. I withdrew my arm from her grasp and buried the axe in her brain. She fell dead upon the spot,
3: without a groan. Oh Oh, no!
0: That's a swell story, Markham. Now tell the truth. What do you mean? That happens to be a quotation from Poe's story The Black Cat.
4: Oh, smart guy, aren't you?
0: I told you I'd read those stories then.
4: Now, suppose you tell us the truth. All right, wise guy. Come on downstairs. And you'd better switch on the light, Paige.
2: Oh, where is the green light?
4: Oh, you don't like these lights, do you, darling sister? Well, maybe you like this
1: better. Oh
4: skeleton of a dead cat a black cat lieutenant and here's another panel you didn't know about did you put that gun down sure I killed her and I hid her body where you'll never find it but I didn't mean to I tell you
0: I was too much of a coward put that gun down don't come
4: any closer page where you are all of you I am not too much of a coward for this I'll show you I've got some nerve left
1: <laughs>
0: well you did <get> it <laughs> yeah I didn't think he had it in him. In just a moment, Chief Davis will conclude our program. During that brief moment, friends, may I remind you that you can't fool yourself nor your car by using less than the best of petroleum products. I mean Rio Grande Cracked, the gasoline of police car performance, and Rio Lube. The newest and finest motor oil sold in the west. And now she thinks. Daniel Martine saved the state the expense of a trial, but again he had overplayed his part. Through the intelligence and tenacity of police officers, the real disappearance of Dolly Martine was finally solved. Investigation carried on in connection with the writing of this particular program brought forth the information that the missing woman, tiring of the melodramatic actions of her husband had simply walked out. She died recently of tuberculosis in a San Francisco hospital. Aren't you, Chief Davis? I'll well, send this police on oh, no, all cars, attention all cars. Campbell broadcast 252 regarding a missing person. That's all. Rosen. your narrator, Frederick Lindsay, bidding you good night for Rio Grande.
4: All cars the
0: copyrighted program created by Leo Grande. The normal County Sheriff's Office calling all cars. attention all cars about cat 253 regarding a barking dog. Investigate the trouble. That's all Rose with go. world awaits the events which a few more hours may bring to Europe with inevitable repercussions in this our native land, there is being waged within our own borders a relentless war against the lustful legions of the underworld. And in this oft-times mortal combat, it is the constant vigilance and perfect fighting equipment of our army of the law that triumphs over the surprise attacks of the enemies of society. We are proud of the considerable part played in each victory of law and order by Rio Grande cracked gasoline. Deeply gratified are we that more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other public service equipment are sped on their emergency errands by Rio Grande cracks, wherever it is sold, than any other brand. We are proud of the fact that heads of our California state and federal government and tens of thousands of motorists have joined the long list of city and county officials in bringing the public service record of this truly superior motor fuel to an all-time high. If your motor doesn't snap to attention at your first command... If it fails to obey orders, as it should, drive into the Red and White Rio Grande station in your neighborhood and enlist the aid of Rio Grande Cracks. Get police car performance in your car with Rio Grande Cracks, the most highly recommended public serving gasoline sold in the West.
1: The story we are to hear tonight...